Ask the podcast coach for March 7th, 2015. Let's get ready to podcast. And we already have callers. Holy cow. This is cool. It's Saturday morning. It is uh, Ask the Podcast Coach, where we answer your podcast questions live. I am Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me as always, the magnificent Jim Collison from the Average Guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Thanks for that awesome uh, intro there as well. Last Saturday from the Gallup Studios, you know, if you follow the show at all, you, you know, in the fall and the spring, here in the Gallup Studios, uh, primarily because we have a high school internship program that's here uh, doing tech work. And today is the big day. It's interview. They all are all dressed up in suit and tie. They're interviewing with our IT managers that are here, so they're getting an interview. And then they will uh, present their projects today for us. So some of them have de- developed web apps. Some of them have developed their own websites for us, and they'll present those to our to our um, to our technology managers, and uh, so a big day. It's a big day. So I have to squeeze this in. I'm I snuck away from the group, squeezing <laughs> it in, and then I'm going to run away, maybe even a little bit early today. But, All right, uh, good to be good to be on. Well, hey, we've got callers, so uh, let's get to it. Let's let's get to it. Uh, ending in nine two zero eight. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? And they're in the car. Ending in 9208, you're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hey, guys, are you there? We oh. are. Yeah. You, you know, I dialed in because I was listening to last week's show. I am on the road. I never pressed the one. It just grabbed you. Oh, there you go. Uh, to, to, to give you a by the way, this is Buck Ballard. Uh, my son and I host uh, the trucking podcast with Buck Ballard and Don the Beer Guy. Excellent. Where can we find that at? But, you know, you can find that at truckingpodcast.com. You can also, also find it in iTunes. i got to tell you, it is a riot calling in and listening to you guys before you go on Spreaker. I, I, I have just been, I almost had to pull over to the side of the road, cutting up listening to you guys get ready. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. Just, just spontaneous interaction. That is awesome, guys. I love it. Very cool. Hey, I, as long as I've... As long as I've got you here, let me shoot this by all of you guys. Um, you know, there's nobody online searching for trucking. They're either searching for trucking jobs or they're searching how to get out of trucking jobs. But there's 3 million truck drivers in this country. And, you know, they're, they're on Facebook, but they're not in a lot of other groups. And trying to find those guys and just let them know we're here, uh, other than traditional methods of, of uh, you know, keyword and, and, and that kind of stuff. I'm I'm looking for ideas, guys. Uh, we've been doing this for uh, uh, we've been doing this show for almost a year, and then I was podcasting for a uh, hundred episodes before that with a Christian podcast. But I'd love to hear your insight on trying to reach an audience that's uh, not traditionally online searching for a lot of stuff. Uh, I would number one, I would have uh, business cards made up, not so much to contact you. But with like your logo and, you know, a trucker's podcast with, uh, you know, whatever your tagline is uh, available in iTunes. And the to me, the the first step, of course, of, of growing your podcast is knowing who your audience is. We got that done. And then step two is going there. And so the good news is when you're at, when you're at a rest stop and, you know, you're at the pump and you look over and there's a guy, you could just walk over and go, hey, do you have a smartphone? 
you know, and just uh, talk to him and blah, blah, blah. And, hey, I'm, I'm making this thing for us, you know. And, and of course, you want to make friends with that guy first. You don't want to walk up and go, hi, I want to listen to my podcast. But, you know, when you're out there, because um, they don't know who you are, they're like, what? What's a podcast? But um, I did something really cool. Exactly. This, yeah, I did something really cool this week. It was fun. I have a, a business across the hall from me. And it's it's almost they, they scream for a podcast. They get all these young and sometimes old kids together to play magic, the game. It's some sort of weird card game. And people pay to play that game in this business. It's like it's like having the coolest living room and everybody joins here. It's this little community. And I said, um, you know, do you guys have a podcast? And they're like, well, no. And I just said, do you have a smartphone? And she goes, yeah, I got an iPhone right here. I pulled up the app. I typed in magic there. Somebody already had a podcast about it. I hit subscribe and started playing it and they were blown away. So if nothing else, have your phone there and have your podcast pulled up. And you know, that way at a moment's notice, you can do a quick promo for you and then go, if you want, I'll show you how to subscribe to it on your phone. If you have one. And as much as we would love to, you know, have a bunch of podcasts, you know, just get a thousand subscribers overnight. In the end, we're going to get them one at a time, you know, and they're going to tell two friends and they're going to go tell two friends. So one of the things that I'm kind of proud of this week is I've, I've been in this building for months, but I'm just now, now starting my neighbors are starting to go, Oh, you're the podcast guy. And the more they know that I'm the, <laughs> well, and the, the, the more they know I'm the podcast guy, they can say, and I've got my website right on my front door that they can start telling their friends, oh, I know this guy. He's pretty cool. I talked to him in the hallway at, you know, 1.30 in the morning last weekend. Um, and, you know, they know to send him to me. So, you know, if you can start letting people know that you're the trucker podcast dude, you know, it's it's uh, it's a slow burn, right? It'll kind of slowly ebb up. But, you know, if you have something to take with them, that's why I say business cards are like a nickel apiece. And if you can tell them about it oh, and, yeah. and then give them something and watch them stick it in their wallet, um, you know, or if you want to, then you, I used to do this. I don't know how effective it is, but you know, when you're in the restroom at the rest stop, just, you know, jam it in behind the, the urinal. So it's sticking there for the next person, you know, use it as a little billboard, uh, stick it in the shower. You, you know, then... I've always wondered those advertisers, you know, you see the banner ads above the urinal and I, you know, does anybody ever call and say, yeah, I, I, I was, I was using the can and I saw your ad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I, I I bet it happens. Hey, let me give you an unconventional one because we we talked a little bit about this on Podcasters Roundtable. Uh, this the last one, forty three mm. maybe. I, I forget what it was. In, in the idea of hustle, and and oftentimes I think as podcasters we think it's a one to one relationship. It's I'm reaching my listener, right? That's it, one to one. And that's not you can't get exponential growth if you focus one to one. I think as a podcaster you focus on. 15 of your best, most engaged listeners, right? So you really interact with them. You email with them. You get them to help you. You get them involved in the site. You find through surveys, through interacting on the site, you know who they are. They send you emails and stuff when they start listening to it. And I think as a podcaster, you've, you spend more time with less people. Those people will then go out and help you evangelize what you're trying to do, right? So you find 15 truckers that are involved in what you're doing. You pour your time into them as 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 opposed to trying to reach everybody because you just can't do it, right? right? This is the this is the approach, and so I think finding those core that core group and pouring your time into them, they'll help you get the word out. And 
by the way, they can do it in areas because you only, you know, you can only hand out so many cards. And Dave, I'm not saying handing out cards is a bad idea, but it's a limited. You have a limited access in that. If you have other people doing that for you, of course, you you expand your reach exponentially. So, the power of exponential growth, I think, is in focusing on less people, the more engaged ones, and getting them to help evangelize for you. Yeah, that's a, and you can kind of tie that together. Uh, I've had my um, my I was going to say my stepsister. That's not right. My uh, sister-in-law. Um, I she has a bunch of my cards. I've helped uh, build people's websites. Because she's always running into people that like, yeah, we need to build a website. She's like, oh, here's my my brother-in-law's card. He does stuff all the time. And uh, you know, if if you you've already got a family who hopefully is your evangelist, your uh, your brand advocates, and uh, that always helps uh, as as well. But um, yeah, it's um, it it is a slow process. But I like what Jim is talking about. Lou Mangello talks about this. We try so hard to grow our audience and find new people to listen. It might be a better strategy to take the people who are listening and really make those people super fans, so they're out there just you know telling everybody they know. Um, I wish there was like a here's how you, you know, here's how you do it. Here's the yeah, you, go ahead. You, you know the the frustrating thing is because of the niche we're in, and, and uh, there, there's we're, we're the only weekly content produced that's strictly podcast. And uh, Darns, my son and I, we're both truckers, and then we have a blast with it. Uh, it, it turns out to be a pretty good show. But we, I get probably at least every three weeks somebody asking about, hey, uh, what, how, how many downloads do you have and what are your ad rates? And it's like, you know, I, I just have to send them back, you know, uh, contact us in a year. <laughs> yeah. It's frustrating. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe not. It, it depends on the engagement of your audience, right? I mean, if you have 100 super engaged listeners, that's worth something versus 1,000 who, you know, who just found you because you were on a bumper sticker, right? And so I, I, would, I would not undersell the niche that you have. The tighter the niche, the more engaged they're going to be because if they got there, they, they had to jump some hoops to find you probably in the first place. And, you know, I think of, uh, like, Michael Ray. He calls in all the time. He's a truck driver here. We hear from him all the time. He's always looking for trucker stuff. I know there's a, a, somebody in the Google Plus group, and I forget his name. He's been, he's been posting all the time. Yeah, he's been um, doing Philip, and, uh, I got his name right here. Uh, Philip Andrew Kennedy, he does thetruckerspodcast.com. You almost... You al- <laughs> yeah. Gee, I wonder where I got that idea. <laughs> yeah, you almost... You al- you might also want to look into truckertompodcast.com. That guy's been around since 2004. Um, I'm not sure if he's still doing it. You know, show. that guy's got a Heil PR40 and a truck sleeper. you got to admire that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's nice. Well, That's nice. Well, Philip has gone through eight microphones in about three months. He's uh, he's a bit of a gearhead, and he's, he's – Well, and let me say this, Dave. Yeah. Uh, relationships will always trump content. So your content can be marginal. If your relationships are great, they will keep listening. If you're if if you have terrible relationships with people, and even though you have great content, there's some great podcasters all uh, that are out there podcasting that I won't listen to because I don't have a relationship with them, right? I don't, and I don't like I don't like their persona. And so I would always say, focus on those relationships and getting to know those people you have, especially in your tight niche you have an advantage with a smaller audience that you can get to know your audience more personally. Take advantage of that 
of that, you know, use it to your advantage, right? Take it, take advantage of it because it's smaller. Don't see it as a drawback. See it as a as a as positive thing for you. Yeah, because you know, I could probably name off off the top of my head seventy five of them just from our Facebook yeah. engagement conversation. So yeah, right, right, right. Turn them into evangelists for you, right? Pour your pour your time into them and get them evangelizing for you. So I think I think there's a couple good strategies for you there. Well, I appreciate that. That gives us things to uh, to bounce around and to uh, uh, to act on. I think I'll uh, get online and order another thousand business cards. There you go, my friend. Awesome. Well, hey, th- I'll, hey uh, I'll I'll shut her off and listen to the rest of the show. Uh, you guys do a great job. I, I appreciate Thank all you. of this. It's some good stuff. Oh. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. It's great having you call in. Y'all take care. Thank you. You too. Okay, so now we actually have more callers. I'm making sure I'm not hanging up on people. Um, <laughs> you've been on hold for 15 minutes. God bless you. You're ending in 9268. Uh, you're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hi, this is Devorah. Can you hear me? Good. Yes, we can. Thank you so much for holding. Thank you so much. This is my first time on the show. Fred sent me, and I'm real excited to be here. Oh, well, good. Fred's a good guy. Well, I have a question about audio editing. Is this appropriate place to ask that question? All things podcasting are spoken here. All right. Well, thank you, and very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. All right. So here's my question. Thank you. So here's my question. I've been uh, online since, you know, for decades, and mostly producing teleseminars. So I'm relatively new to the to the podcasting world. However, uh, my sound is what I'm working on getting to where it sounds really high quality versus snow in the background. And if you remember back, I don't know if you ever have ever experienced this, but when you first started podcasting, it's a little challenging getting the you know the microphone levels right and to get the sound right and the mm-hmm. background right and are you picking up the noise from the computer so it's a work in progress however my last podcast incredible content and the whole thing has snow in the background and so i think my microphone is picking up the sound of my computer which i'm working on but my question is how can i remove the snow sound which yeah. through the whole I went on to Audacity and I did a noise sample and I removed all of the that background noise and wherever it's silent, it removed the noise. But when we're talking, the noise is still attached to the end of our words, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, first things first, what's your microphone? My microphone, I've just switched over to the Nessie because I had the snowball, and I think the snowball was picking up the computer sound. Okay, and a Nessie is also a blue microphone? Yes. Okay, so you, you kind of went sideways. Um, all of the um, blue microphones, most of them, I should say, I don't want to say all, are condenser microphones. Condenser microphones are not the devil. Um, they just require a really quiet room. They're They're great for... Radio studios um, that, you know, have all sorts of sound dampening and things of that nature. Um, so that would be – the other thing is it sounds weird. Get closer to the mic. What If you think about this, think about a glass of water, and the glass of water is half full. 
The other half of that glass is air. Well, in audio recording, you have, you know, you have an area where it's full. And if you don't record loud uh, enough to fill up your, your space allotted for sound, the rest of it is filled up with hiss. So you want to make sure your volume levels are as high as you can get without, go it sounds weird, without going over zero. In sound recording, zero is, is the top level. So um, how are you, what are you using to record the, the telephone call? I'm recording on Skype, and when the levels are too high, I was getting where it sounds like the, not myself, but on like my guest speaker, it sounded like their words were hitting against the speaker, creating incredible distortion. Got it. Okay, yeah, so that's the problem. If you go over zero, you get a lot of distortion. So one of the things you want to do, are you on a Mac or a PC? On a Mac. On a Mac. Oh, that makes it so much more fun. You want to go into your preferences and go into sound because that's where you can adjust the volume levels of you and your um, your guest. And in Skype, I need to get a little more versed in Skype on a Mac. I do have a Mac, but I know on the PC there's under call settings where you can tell it to automatically adjust the volume levels. You typically don't want it to do that because the problem is when you're not talking, it's still listening and it's listening, for lack of a better phrase, really hard to you. So it's turning up the volume because it doesn't hear anything. And then when you talk, it turns it down really quickly because you're very, very loud. So you want to turn that off. And I'm not positive. Maybe somebody in the chat room can let me know. Yeah, if no, that... I, I, I think it, the, the option is definitely there, and I think it's in that same option spot. Yeah. So, so you want to make sure that... that yes, under... Yeah, you want to make sure that's off. It's under preferences. I... Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, turn that off. And then it's just going to be a matter of uh, under your um, – well, here, let me get my Mac going. You'll go into system preferences, so the, and you can adjust the volume. Yeah, on Mac, in the, on Mac in the system preferences, there's an input and an output, and I don't know which one is uh, – I'm guessing I'm the input and the guest is the output. Yeah, usually you can see it. I'm if, not sure. If you talk, you can see the lights blink, and that's usually how you figure out who is who. So okay, yeah. So I'm use I'm using eCam with with a Skype recorder, awesome. and the guest is showing up as output. Okay, so that's where you would go into your system preferences and adjust that to where it's you know um, appropriate, for lack of a better phrase. And practice, 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 practice with yeah. that. You just yeah. call a friend, get and a Skype say, buddy. Hey. And you can we just talk for thirty or forty five minutes and record them and then play it back and see how it sounds on the other side and you know get comfortable with those settings. Uh, the other thought is you could you could build a little sound box around that Nessie. You know there's a yeah. there's there's plans to do this oh. all over the web, right? But you could build a little sound box that's got the foam padding on the inside around the box that you speak into it. That will cut down a lot of the room noise. It'll also it'll also isolate it so it's not picking up as much fan noise. But you're never going to completely on that on those uh, condenser mics. You're never going to completely uh, eliminate the background noise because they're just so good at picking it up, right? That's what they're intended to do. So if you don't want that, the easier way is switch over to dynamic mic and uh, and go with you know an ATR 2100 or a 2005 or a, a Samsung. Q2U. Did I get those initials right, yeah. Dave? Is it Q Q2U? And then so those are some fairly inexpensive dynamic mics that will help eliminate the, the background noise. And then the other thing you can try is there's a free software called Auphonic. It's at A-U-P-H-O-N-I-C. 
and you can do up to two hours of recording cleanup. So depending on how long your show is, and I've heard Alphonic do some amazing work in terms of what it does is it levels out the sound and it tries to pull out the noise. It does a little bit like audacity does. Um, it might be a little more sophisticated. It's also, if you go over two hours, not free, which audacity is. Um, but the whole noise removal is a science in itself. It really is. Um, but I think, uh, I, you know, I was waiting for Jim to type in because I knew it, it really is true. Practice, practice, practice. Uh, and especially anytime you change new gear. Um, I did an interview this week and I've had, uh, I, I record on a, a portable recorder and then I have a software going on my PC and I looked down and sure enough, uh, I was just pegging the meter and I thought, oh, that's not going to be usable. And uh, sure enough, I listened to my recording and my guest was perfect, which is really what you want. Uh, but I was just, I just sounded like I was talking through a, a kazoo. It was just, it was just massive distortion. <laughs> so I was like, all right, lesson learned on that. And that's why I always try to have a backup. But, um, the, you know, really, if you can find a friend, um, it's, I'll laugh. I'll, I'll call my wife and she's in the next room. You know, she's on, on her iPad on Skype and I'm in the other room and, and we're testing stuff, uh, just so I can, uh, have somebody to play with. So find a Skype buddy. And, uh, and also remember there is a built in Skype buddy. Uh, if you look for the user called echo, it's a lovely British woman. Hello. Welcome for calling Skype service. Right. And, uh, that she's really loud. Uh, but it gives you the ability to see, wait, which one? Cause all of a sudden when she talks, you see which lights are blinking and you're like, oh, that's the one that's the output. And I'll, I'll turn that one down. Uh, but, uh, what's your, do you have a website yet? Yes, I do. Podcasting Success Secrets. And so I'm teaching authors how to uh, podcast and make it real simple, and I'm learning right along with them. <laughs> is that podcastingsuccesssecrets.com? It is. There we go. I will throw that in the chat room. So, um, Any other questions that we can help you with? Well, just a reminder of what the dynamic mics, which ones uh, I might consider. Uh, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 2100, uh, that's the Audio-Technica 2100. And here's the really cool thing about that microphone. Number one, Jim's using one right now. Um, but they are USB, so you can just plug them into the old Mac and they'll work. But also, if later you want to grow and maybe you have somebody in the room with you and you want to get into a mixer and things like that, where the, the Snowball and the Nessie and the Yeti, most of those are just USB only, and when you, you move into an arena where you need a mixer, um, they become paperweights. So the, the ATR2100 is, uh, is dynamic, it's USB, and if you need it to be, uh, the geeky phrase for that is XLR, meaning it'll plug into a, a mixer. But it's uh, last time I checked, they were around $59.00. Yeah, sixty dollars for the twenty one hundred. There's also an AT two thousand five. It's the same one. It's just black. Yeah. That has gotten real popular, and the stock price has gone up. Yep. So that's eighty right now. Where in the in in days past we could get those microphones for thirty five or forty dollars. Yeah. It's just kind of the Amazon pricing. Uh, and those would be the two. I think the two most popular that uh, that work really well for what you're trying to do. Yeah, and um, now there used to be an audio tech, an audio technica twenty twenty. Is that an older one? We, we now have gone into the twenty one hundred or the two thousand and five. What the? I'm looking. I had one behind me. Um, it's right there behind me, and this that that is that in the. You I don't know if you can see that, but that one's right there. The twenty twenty is a condenser microphone. 
It's also a USB, and it can be XLR. I have one, and that's why it's sitting behind me. That is a great-sounding microphone, but when I do, I have a clip in the School of Podcasting where I compare a dynamic to a, a condenser, and that thing picks up literally a pin dropping, which is great, except, mm. you know, it, it's just... And I, I'll, you don't need all that power for yeah. podcast. Yeah, you, and, don't, you don't. And it's a case yeah. where I, I, what happens, especially with people, if they're not right up on that thing, because why would you? Um, you just pick up all this room noise, and it sounds like you're in, uh, not so much the bathroom with reverb, but it just picks up a certain ambiance of the room, and um, you know that. Now, can you use a condenser microphone? My my buddy uh, Corey Finneran who just launched a new podcast show called Podcasters Group Therapy, he uses a condenser microphone, but he had to go buy this thing called a compressor limiter, which squashes the audio file so it, it doesn't go above a certain level. And then when he's not talking, it it stops the sound from getting into uh, the microphone. So he uses a condenser microphone, but he had to go buy another toy to get that to work in his situation. So... That's why I like uh, dynamic microphones. They sound uh, great, and uh, they don't pick up as much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, you're welcome. Appreciate your input. And I, I, I'm gonna. Can I embarrass myself? I, I forget your name. I was so can excited. You embarrass that, yourself? Yeah, I I, I know oh, you told okay. me your name. I forgot to write it down. What? My name is Devora Lansky. Devora, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Well, keep us posted on your progress. I will. Thank you so much. And yep. hello to Fred. Yes. In the morning, Fred. So, Mr. Fred, Mr. See, this is this is a perfect example of when you pour time into relationships, right? Fred told her mm-hmm. to call in, right? We, we don't know her. We, we're not reaching out to her. Uh, Fred reached out to her for us, right? So that's a, I think that's just to go back to the first caller. That's a perfect example of... You know, Fred spends a lot of time hanging out with us. He's in the chat room. He's been on the show several times. He's called in. Mm-hmm. I, I just There we go. Proof's in the pudding. And, Boom. And let me beat Fred to the punch. Uh, it's on the list today to come up with the uh, list of uh, uh, Podcast Alley people. I know. I told him last week it'd be the end. It's in the, He said three weeks. It's going to be closer to two. Um, and we have another caller. Calling. I think this is actually the trucker person calling back in. Uh, ending in 926, it might be Devorah. Somebody call. I, re- I recognize this number, but you're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Um, this is Devorah. I didn't mean, I got hung up, so I just called back in, but I didn't press one, so sorry. <laughs> okay, well, did you have another question? Oh, I have millions of questions, but I just, I'll sit back and, and, <laughs> oh, so and you... listen. I just got disconnected, so I was calling back in to listen. Oh, so you're listening oh. on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, no, you can. You should listen How, to us online. Where am I online. supposed to listen? Uh, askthepodcastcoach.com oh, where do I go? <laughs> slash live. So askthepodcastcoach.com. That's where I'm at. Slash live. That's where I'm at. Okay. Yep. yep. And, and there's a player right there. If you click, you can either listen to the, you, you can listen to the video where I'm waving at you. Um, I'm on about a minute delay. Or you can turn off the video and click on the player. There's a player there from a company called Spreaker. That you can listen on. Oh, and where it, it says live. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I yep. see it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much. Thank you. And it'll, just, it'll, it'll sound a whole lot better. So. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you, Devora. Thank you. Right. 
that's a good reminder, right, to folks that, uh, that those are all available uh, on the site, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live if you want to come out and get the video. You know, you only get the video if you come out live. So if one, if you miss the live show, you don't get the video, and the video is a lot of fun. So come out and join us. If you're listening to the recorded version of this, Saturday mornings, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Love to have you come out. I know the chat room is talking a lot about Paul Culligan's book, how to podcast. Um, anybody, it's, it's funny. I'm in it. I do not have a copy of it yet. Is anybody, is it good? Is it, I know it's, he got a bunch of guests, writers to, uh, to do it. And, uh, I have yet to, that's sad. I'm in it. I'll probably buy it today. If I had the list of books that I'm, I'm in the process of reading, it's read, I, I read books in my quote free time. So consequently that list is getting longer and longer. You know, I had a buddy of mine tell me, uh, Mike Weger, he's actually going to be the new, one of the new regular hosts on Home Gadget Geeks, one of my shows. He's a, he's a law student, and he takes, uh, he'll take a book, uh, punch it out into a readable PDF format, and then send it to a reader, and then he'll listen to it. And so he, I'll have to figure out the exact tricks that he does to make that work, but he doesn't read anymore. He listens to everything. He's like, I'm, I, I just, I need to listen to it. I, and I, and he listens to it on double speed. So he's, he's listening to it while he's working out or in the car or whatever. Uh, but I thought that's an interesting way to turn the. Apparently, at this point, the readers have gotten good enough that they're not the old school readers where you know you could listen to them for about ten minutes and then you were crazy. So I'll, I'll ask Mike about that on my show, Home Gadget Geeks, over at TheAverageGuy.tv. Maybe I'll get some more clarification from that. But taking a Taking a book, basically making your own audible copy of it is kind of what he does, and then double speeds it. Yeah, um, there's a question in the chat room um, from Stargate Pioneer, and I should know your website. I just listened to his podcast, um, saying, "Is there any way to make the video available for members of the school of podcasting?" Let's let's clarify here. The video is available. It's on my YouTube channel. It's many times I take out the after show. So if you want the entire, you know, you got to come live. Basically. Do you? So you do make it live? I've always tried to go back and find it, and it's always private. The 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 one we record is always private. Do you create another one that is? I usually public? do. Yeah, I usually go okay. back and I'll I'll throw in because you have like a cool little lower third. It'll say you know Jim Cullis and the Average Guy TV. Oh, so I, I don't okay. always do it. A lot of times it's I leave them. You know, I just think about it because I remember remember I experimented last week because I said you can mark it private automatically. I bet yeah, last week's yeah, was yeah. not available because I completely yeah. forgot I did that. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought you were recording the video and then just locking it, pulling the you know pulling the audio off, making the audio podcast available. Yeah, but uh, uh, Mr. SP Stargate Pioneer, and for the record, he's there. Here's a person who's somewhat um, tentative about using his real name because of his job. So if you're like, why is he saying he's got a reason for that? Uh, legendsofshield.com. And here's the cool thing. When I heard this, because I'm not a huge Marvel person. It's all about Marvel comics and things like that. But at the end of the the show, um, he was talking about the guy that does the voice of something something. And he said, oh, yeah, did you know he's been the voice of the yellow M&M for so many years? And I was like, oh, that is so cool trivia that if I was really into Marvel and I'm like geeking out with some Marvel people and I throw that out, they're going to be like, are you serious? That's cool. And um, to me, that's that's where you get that like social, like you look good because the podcast made you look good. And then most people go, well, how do you know that? And you go, because I listened to the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. 
And so if you can get that information that gets people talking about your podcast, that's another way how you grow uh, your audience. So um, I just saw Fred type another question. Um, Devorah just asked in chat. She says, I'm looking for the ATR 2100 right now on Amazon. What type of stand do you use with podcasting? Ah. I think there's a, a couple different ones. Well, while Dave's doing that, I'll mention these. So uh, both Rode and Heil make stands that are available for, uh, like this. These are the more expensive ones. They're about $100. Newer, uh, N-E, I think it's newer, N-E-E-W-E-R, I think it was. Um, yeah. They make a couple really... Um, they make a couple budget arms that you can get, anywhere from fifteen to thirty-five dollars, and those are actually arms that I bought for my guest hosts on uh, Cyber Frontiers. Both those guys have the newer arms, not as nice. They've got the springs are on the outside as opposed to being on the inside. Uh, not it's quite a heaviest quality, but you're not paying as much. You're paying twenty-five versus the hundred for those arms. In most cases, the twenty-one hundred has a standard mic uh, connection, so you can use the uh, you can use the the clip that comes with it. There are a variety of. There we go. Dave's and, showing that. Yeah, this is the, the little. Right this is the little baby stand that comes hey, with it. You know what? We ship those stands to our guests when we do it for uh, for the Gallup podcast. I ship the mic with those stands, and that's what they use on the table, and it works. It works. Yeah. It's, so that that works. If you're going to do it on a more regular basis, I'd put the thing on an arm. We've had a lot of conversations about the mount mic, and I've seen people come up with all kinds of crazy contraptions to make this thing work. You don't need to spend that much money on it. Uh, there's a My Studio 325 clip. It's this one right here that's got a built-in shock mount to it, and it looks just like a regular, you know, like a regular clip for your microphone. They're about twelve or thirteen dollars. So, super easy to get that. I've you can use the stock one that comes with it too. It's not as long yeah. as you're not smacking like I just did, smacking the arm, right? As long as you're not doing that, you're fine. Yeah, I mean the arms are awesome because I pull them here when I'm recording, and then I just push them away. Um, this that I'm holding up is a it's a mic stand and a weapon. Um, this is actually <laughs> used for a uh, but it's a boom arm because the problem is, you know, if you have that little stand, you kind of have to hunch over to talk into it. Where this, I can put it right back, and this is the, the 2020 microphone I was talking about earlier. Um, so it, I don't have to lean over, and then when I'm done, I just haul it off my uh, my desk. Um, and I want to say this is like 20 bucks. Um, and like I said, you can see here where I have it set up. I have a little pop filter. That's the other thing you want to get. Um, and I put a link in the chat room to my Amazon store. So for the record, anybody that clicks on that, I earn a small commission for that. Um, if you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash equipment, um, that's where I also have a, another list of things like that. And there are some, um, well, here, if I bring mine down into the shot here, here's my 2100. And there are, there is another company that makes this little like shock mount slash pop filter. Now it's, uh, I want to say that's 15 bucks. And it's funny because I have to find, I had to find two manufacturers that make this because neither one of them can keep them in stock. So usually if one's out of stock, you can check the other one, and uh, they'll have it. So, but. so on stage, on stage makes two nice clips as well. The 325, the MY325 that I mentioned. They also make a 420, which looks more impressive than it, than I think it is. But it, either one of those fairly inexpensive to work. So hey, the phone lines are going crazy today. Ending at eight zero six five. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hey, Dave and Jim, this is Bill from Reno, Nevada. Hey, Bill, what's going on? Hey, just uh, getting ready for the weekend to work on the podcast. Cool. Hey, a couple quick questions. I'm doing a show on Facebook. Uh, we have a uh, four series going on. I have a co-host who's a techie, 
we're doing a series uh, on social media, and we're talking about Facebook uh, later on today. And I've been studying Facebook, and I see all of the way to set up like a page, a business. Do you understand how to set up a, a business on Facebook as opposed to your personal page? The other thing, too, as I found out, it looks like you're not supposed to do any advertising on your personal page for your business. What are you guys' thoughts about that? And then, secondly, I have a second question, too. Oh, if you're a Facebook uh, guru, the number again is 347-850-8007. I did I set up my page so long ago, I forget how to do it. Um on your personal page you're not supposed I can see how- You're not yeah. su- you're not supposed to promote I can see your how to stuff. Do it, set it up. I know they the just problem is if you have a business. Mhm. You don't want somebody even setting up that business through their personal page. You want to somehow set up it separately as just your business and set up just a personal page. It's kind of weird because you need administrators, things of that nature. It's a weird, weird area to get into. But I see a lot, a lot of people with their personal pages with their uh, business all over it. So they say you can shut you down. It's kind of interesting to see what Facebook's going to do. We're going to do a show, and it's WP-Tonic. It goes up Sunday night, and it's the second show on social media, WP-Tonic.com. I do it with an English guy. Uh, so, hey, the second question I had. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Why don't, you know, you're talking about advertising earlier, and I was thinking about this. Uh, we have a real estate company that spent a lot of money in real estate, and we don't do this either. But why don't we market like that we have a podcast in a business? And for people to come and listen to that podcast, why don't the big corporations do that? We do. Yeah. Gallup does. Um, you guys do? Glamour oh, now. Yeah. Glamour now. How do you, how, how do you advertise? Uh, I, I advertise on any social network that'll that I can get my hands on. I mean, we we push that out. Okay. Um, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, uh, Google Plus. We we push all our podcasts out. I mean, part of that's because it's me, right? I mean, I'm 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 behind the right. the podcast movement in the organization, so I'm I do everything I can to get that done, but. Yeah, no, we we think we think podcasting is the future of marketing for or an arm of it, so to speak, for um, for organizations, and so we're 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 fully committed to it. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I believe that the the news channels here in Cleveland, uh, most of them are starting podcasts. Uh, most of the drive time home people are like, hey, you know, thanks for listening to the show today. If you missed it, anything, uh, you know. Um, you know, listen to our podcast. Yeah, I've never seen anybody on TV. I never seen anybody on TV or in print saying, "Go listen to our podcast." In fact, I think it was NBC News just cut off their podcast. Interesting. They're they're, they're you know, visual. They're, the anyway, Big Ten. Those network. are two things to think about. The Big Ten Network. I've seen them pimp this pretty big with the football during during football season. Is they'll do their live show. You know, they'll do their TV show, and then they'll say, "Continue on." We have, we got a podcast afterwards. I know Dan Patrick does this. I think. Mm-hmm. In in the sports area, this is probably getting more common, where they yep. take extra content offline. John Oliver uh, has an HBO show, and then he has a special YouTube—you could call it a podcast—but he has a special YouTube only yeah. uh, thing media. that he does for his. So I think it, maybe it's not totally mainstream yet, Bill, but I think we're headed in that direction for sure. We we do have somebody calling in here, yeah. so I'm going to bring them on. Stick stick okay, around thanks. here. No, 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 stay, stay here. Okay, I'll uh, Ending on 3159, by any chance are you a Facebook guru? You're on with Dave and Jim. No, I'm not. Okay. Hang on a second. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. So, 
I just make it like if he is, let's bring oh, him anyway. in. Um, so I'll, all right, I'll go I'll, into research. Listen to the, the, we'll do the show this week. WP Tonic, and we'll tell you all about Facebook, I guess. All right. I figured sounds it out. Good. Thanks for calling in, Bill. <laughs> That's right. an that's an example of a journey podcast, right? It's like, well, we're not really yeah. sure. We're going to find out together. All right. Well, bring let's in, bring in the other caller. Bringing in, yes, he's back now. Uh, <laughs> ending in three one five nine. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? This is John Morgan, and my question is: Can you, in the same episode, go from stereo to mono, nope. or back and forth? And can you? change bit rate nope it's uh one size fits all there is there's a thing and it's bad for the record there's a thing called variable variable bit rate that in theory maximizes your sound based on what's going on in the audio uh that's a really generic description of that uh but typically no it's it's uh you 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 pick your target and when you export it that's what you get it's you know and i usually recommend Either 64 mono or 128 stereo. There are many other versions, but those are the two that, to me, make sense. So, so once you get once you pick one, you have to stick with it. Right. So what I do, um, it's a little overkill. I export my stuff as a WAV file stereo, and that is like in my finished folder. I'm still there in Audition or Audacity, and I go, okay, now I'm going to export for the one for the MP3, and I do that. And that way, if I if, let's say I change that to mono. If I ever want to go back, I've got a stereo high-quality version of that episode. Now, have I ever gone back and done that? Uh, I'm going to this week because last week, I think last week was the week I was talking with Jeff Brown, and this is why you don't podcast on four hours sleep. Uh, it's kind of funny. I, I, I said Jeff's website wrong when I recorded the original one, I heard it as I was listening back, so I stopped the recording, uh, went back, grabbed the WAV file, and said, let's get Jeff's website right, and then I said it wrong again. That was hilarious. I listened to the back back today, and I was like, wow, I still got it wrong. That's pretty sad, but that's why you don't podcast on four hours sleep. Uh, but, yeah, I usually do uh, – I'll save a WAV file. You don't have to do that. It's a little overkill. It's going to take up a lot of room. That's why I save them on Dropbox, and then that way, if I ever want to go back, I've got a pristine version of my website. So if you wanted to go and do that, you could probably put like two back-to-back podcasts together, couldn't you? You can do like what, part one, part two. You can do anything you want. Yeah, I mean, at this point, when you're mixing audio, you can stitch a bazillion things together. You can have just one segment. You know, whatever you want to do. Most of my stuff behind the scenes, how I record things, is I will often record things in segments. Like I'll, I'll. I'll play an interview and I'll sit there and do the little Dave thing where I, I talk over it and that'll be one segment. And then I'll, I'll record another segment and I'll like, all right, now I want to talk about like this week, we're going to talk about stats, stats and more stats. Cause there's like a bazillion stats came out this week. So I'm going to talk about those on the school of podcasting. That'll be another segment. And maybe if I have a laugh five and five that somebody called in, by the way, I could use one of those uh, uh, or because of my podcast story, if anybody's got one and I'll put that in, those are all three segments and then I piece this part of them together. Uh, if I was doing the free thing, it'd be an audacity. I do it in audition, throw in a little music and export that as a wave file. Um, so I've got the original wave file. Then I have the completed wave file and then I have the finished MP3. So I can, I can piece this parts that as much as I want. And then usually 
after a while, I'll go back and delete some of the extra stuff because I'm like, ah, I'm not going to need that. So, I was thinking about going from stereo to mono to save um, space, some space for the downloaders. But to, if I had separate MP3 files, I'd have to do them, uh, name them differently, and have segment one, segment two, segment three. So the recorder or the uh, MP3 players wouldn't freak out, right? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, them together. I'm not sure I'm following where, where you mean by that. Um, what I do is... Well, in other words... When I, when I have different versions... In other words, what I was thinking about... This is funny. Go ahead, John. <laughs> We've got some uh, definitely some lag here, um, so I'm stepping on you. I, I'm sorry about that. That's all right. But what I was thinking about doing was going to some... Uh, doing the binaural microphones now that I uh, ordered that in and having a stereo piece and then just as a, a segment and then having that as an MP3 file, finish that and then go to uh, a mono for the regular stuff to save uh, space for the guys. Oh, I and see what to you're do saying. from to go to stereo to mono, I'd have to have like two, two separate two files. separate MP3 files. Yeah. And name them and tag them and all that differently. Yeah, that would be separate episodes, really. You know, it's like here's part one of this. Okay. You know, so um, yeah, because you, you can't have both in the same episode, and that's where you know, when in doubt, ask your audience. You know, how much is bandwidth a worry for you? Because they may go send it to me in stereo. That's I I like. Because I know with you, you're you're out there and you're you're treasure hunting and you're finding stuff. So and you may want that ambient sound, um, which is going to get kind of squished if you go mono. Um, you know, ask your audience. Um, you know, I, there was just a, again stats came out this week that uh, some of the younger folk um, do worry about bandwidth because they're using their phones for everything. Uh, but your audience may not. But um, give it a shot. I know I depending on what I'm doing, if I'm doing a show uh, where I'm editing stuff and I really want you to hear the clarity, I'll put out an episode at 128 stereo. And if I'm not, it's just me talking. I'll put it out at 64 mono. It, it depends. I, I, I flip back and forth on that all the time. And that's the beauty of podcasting. You can do, you can do whatever you want. I got a lot of guys who stream cause they're like truck drivers or, you know, long distance mm -hmm. truck drivers and stuff like that. A lot of blue collar kind of guys and that kind of stuff matters. Yeah. Well, then you might want to stick with 64 mono because in the end, while the ambiance is cool, it's the content that really keeps them. So. But yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the information. I didn't know how to approach that. Nope. That's I'm glad you asked. That's a good question. Thanks so much, Dave. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye now. All right. Whew. I, you know, I have noticed, Dave. Do we have anybody on the line? No. Okay. I have noticed we've gotten better at, because there is latency in the call. This is one of the things that you just got to, you're not going to make it any better. It's just, it is what it is, right? right. We have latency in the call. But I've noticed we've both gotten better about, you talk, you get one shot at it. As soon as you take a breath, you you can't just... You know how sometimes when you're talking to somebody and then there's that awkward pause and you want to fill it with air? Yeah. Like that, you know, 
you can't do that when you're, this is one of those, I think one of the tips when we think about if you can do a live call-in show, the cadence between the caller and you, it's a little bit different, man. You kind of kind of have to speak, commit, do a full stop and wait for them to talk. Because if, because, you know, it will go back and forth and there is no, it's not in real time and it, it, it you start stumbling and, and stepping on each other. I think we've gotten better at that. It's still tough though, right? It's one of those hard things to get. You can't just jump in on somebody because they're not hearing you for another full second. Yeah, and uh, Alan in the chat room has a good point. He says, if people are listening in a truck, and me being the son of a truck driver, uh, they may not hear that ambiance, you know, because yeah. depending on where yeah. they're at, if they got headphones on and things like that. But, man, I remember the first time I got to go on a, a ride with my dad, and he's over there. He's got the – he's literally got a shock absorber under his, his chair, and he's just, you know, and I'm on a chair that's literally bolted to the floor you know, having this truck knock my kidneys into next week. It was great fun. Uh, and they were noisy and they were loud. It was cool because you could look down on everybody. But, uh, Chuck, unless things have drastically changed since, you know, 1985 or whatever. Uh, well, but, the trucks have gotten nicer. We've got like a trucker theme going on here we today. Do. Just Good about buddy. every caller has, has mentioned uh, some kind of truck, truck driving. Well, if you think about it, it's a great audience. These are guys that have, you know, 18 hours a day to do nothing but listen. And uh, that's uh, like we talked about Trucker Tom and Phil and his network. Who uh, right. I need to go bug him. He's All right. And somebody's calling me. Speaking of that, calling you on the phone. Yeah, now did that mess old, up my... Old school. Let's see. Am I still on? Yeah, okay. The host is still connected. All right. I was making sure that didn't mess Good. up. I know it. That's a little iffy too, you know. When you when you think about because you're you're dialing in and a call could interrupt that and all kinds of great stuff. Yeah, awesome. All right. Um, well, we had such a rush of calls there for a while. We, you get kind of used to just going call next, to call and the next and the next and the next. Well, it's always mm -hmm. good. To, it's always fun to talk microphones. We were talking about this um, before we started, and that's something I learned today that if people don't press one, they can still hear us. So, hmm. right? Because they said so they could theory, hear us before could we went. call in and hear the show. Right, but people, before we went live, they could hear what we were saying. So. Oh, yeah. I really well, didn't need go. that. So, I, yeah. so that stuff I said about that guy's mother, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't it's, say. It's okay. It, 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 it'll encourage you to come a little bit early <laughs> and, uh, and hear the pre-show. People will be calling I, in early. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, yeah. But but the fact that we are getting, you know, in some cases, you know, what's my microphone? Um, we have a call. Um, I had one earlier today. I was telling somebody my thoughts on Spreaker. And I said, well, typically I like Lipson and Blueberry. Um, you know, Spreaker is kind of my third choice. I, I they, they cover everything in my criteria except they don't have unlimited storage. But I think they're a great host. I know, Jim, you use them for, uh, for Gallup. I do. And um, as a, as my primary, yeah, of all things, they're my primary uh, a host provider at at, uh, at Gallup. Well, he, mostly because it's a sweet deal. I, I mean, do Spreaker is a sweet deal. Yeah, I do have a an update on uh, that free hosting company that I've been kicking the tires on, Audiometric.io, and it's interesting because I think this will be the the something they look back and go, ooh, they now have advertisers. Okay, so if you go over there now, you are making. Point oh 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 five cents per download. That's point oh oh oh. That's three zeros and a five. So that means you need two hundred thousand downloads 
this will be in an episode of podcasting for free uh, that I'm putting out um, to, to get your hundred bucks out. But what's interesting is they just came out, they listened to podcasters and said, well, what if I don't want ads in my show? Because right now it's some sort of uh, insurance company is, is advertising on it. Well, you can say, no, I don't want that. And I'm like, ooh, because it used to be you didn't have any say over if you had advertising and you didn't have any say over who the advertiser was. And I'm like, yeah, but you're getting free stats, a free RSS feed, unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage. And now they've given the podcaster the ability to say, I don't want that advertiser, which I agree with. But if everybody opts out of advertising, their business model goes. <laughs> so that'll be interesting to uh, watch. We do have a Jim. You, you good for I know you got to. Uh, if we make it a quick call. OK, yeah. well, we'll see here. <laughs> Ending in seven, eight, two, five. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and uh, what's your question? And. Oh, maybe I did drop the call. Let's just see here. It says Magic Jack call in progress. That's good. It says I'm on hold. That's the part that I need to figure out how to take. Oh, you, put, you put yourself on hold? No, Magic You're on Jack. the line. Hang tight. Yeah. So. Magic Jack went on hold, and I don't know how to un... So maybe a tip while you're trying to figure that out. Maybe a tip is if you're going to do call in this way, it might be good to have a dedicated number that nobody else knows the the number too, right? So that you don't get a mistake. Yeah, you know, I mean, ev eventually I'm going to try this again today um, using blog talk radios, direct connect, because right now we're connecting via the phone. It would be so much easier um, to do that. And boy, there's not a single button here to, uh, you know, I'm on this thing. There's, there's nothing like I have an end and hide keypad. Oh, there we go. There we go. Hey, there you go. I figured it out. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, and they went away. Okay, good. Oh, bummer. Bummer. All right. Well, when we, you were talking about free services, uh, you know, one of the ones I've been testing oh, for the last. They're back. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. We'll get back to that in a second. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Uh, my name is Michael Ray there, Mr. Jackson. There How he is. Good. How are you, buddy? All right. Hey, pretty good. I got. I caught the first part of your show. There was a guy that uh, drove a truck, and he had, I don't know what the name of his truck driving podcast was. I was wanting to maybe get a hold of him, bounce some ideas off of him. Uh, I'm trying to find, I'm scrolling up. It was truck, truckerpodcast.com, right? I think that was it. Let's let's try that. Trucker Podcast. Uh, yeah, you, you hit it right on the head. Truckerpodcast.com. Yeah. That's not it. Uh, oh, wait, trucker, I have. Truckingpodcast.com? No, it is. It's trucker. I typed in truckers. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Trucker podcast, except, oh, doggone it. See, when you're typing in a hurry, it just doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it is trucking, T-R-U-C-K-I-N-G, truckingpodcast.com. Yeah, because I keep getting. He's got a nice site. came up really fast. Yep. Subscribe link right on the top page. He's got his iTunes link right there, Dave, so you, you would appreciate that. There you go. Got his Amazon affiliate right there. Okay. Awesome. There you go, Michael. Yeah, what I was gonna, what I was gonna, what I was gonna tell him is that uh, if he had some uh, flyers too, when you put them out in these truck stops, you know, you put the flyers out, kind of gives an explanation, a little bit of what it is, you know, that way because some of these truck drivers, you know, they don't really know what the podcasting is. I mean, they finally got it, you know, finally got the Bluetooth thing figured out, you know, so that may help him too as well. But uh, yeah, okay, that'll work. Awesome. All right. That was pretty much all I had. 
And uh, right. you guys are a bunch of fun. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks a ton. You have a good day. No problem. All right. And, yeah, Jim's got to run. I so, do. Uh, Sorry about that. We'll, we'll... No poster. <laughs> and uh, I've got a website to build and podcast alley things to tally. If you're in the Midwest, it's going to be a beautiful day. Get outside. Yeah. What, no. is, what is the weather like? like? 50s. Uh, is 50s it? today. I think mm-hmm. we're up to, like, I think we're supposed to go above freezing. It's which, coming. Which is going to create it's going to create a mess because oh, I know. floods everywhere it'll be great fun. Think of those people in Boston that got that you know they got 4 feet of snow on the ground. I had a student in one of my online classes this week. They said they were dumping snow into the ocean because they had no place to put it. Right. And they were saying how probably that's going to be bad because it had all the salt and stuff in it. So uh <laughs> Yeah, quick show today no matter, uh Bill no but what we do, it's bad. Yeah. So there you go. Dan Kramer, subscribe to uh, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. So uh, Boom. there you Boom. go. Another, uh, another. That's we're all just networking together. And uh, yeah, so uh, thanks so much. Remind me next week to talk about Shout Engine. Just remind me. All right, Shout Engine. I will put that in the Google Doc. Yeah, But uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, I guess we, anything else you want to talk about for 37 seconds? Or we could just dance, se- you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do a chair dance. Yeah, this week on the School of Podcasting, I'll be talking about stats from Libsyn, stats from the Podcast Awards, and stats from Edison Research. Find that at schoolofpodcasting.com. Find Jim at theaverageguy.tv. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live.